Come on. Is anyone feeling the Holy Ghost in the house tonight? <laughs> come on. Come on. Oh, man. Do you guys ever have those moments in worship where, you're like, you're sitting there and then you forget where you are because Holy Ghost just, like, Holy Spirit just hits you so hard? That was me in worship. Thank you, worship band. Can we give it up for our worship bands tonight? Jeez. Just bringing in the presence of God. That's absolutely amazing. Hey, guys, I'm so excited um, to bring the word tonight. We've been in this ex. You guys remember what we talked about? We talked about uh, defining love, and we talked about walking in a love that is, does anyone still remember? Walking... Walking in a love that is visible. We can't just talk about love. Love has to be visible. And the second week, last week, we talked about self-love. We talked about that if you can't love yourself first, right, then you can't love other people. Let's quiet down, everybody. Let's quiet down. It's going to be a good word. If you're open to listen to it, God's going to impact your heart tonight. So listen in. Listen in. All right, so, so tonight I'm going to talk about a topic that might get people a little, I was glad that uh, Heather said that, to put, buckle in your seatbelts because it might get you a little bit on edge. Tonight we are going to talk about sexual purity. Ooh. <laughs> Weird saying that in junior high, okay, or middle school. Um, but we're, we're going to talk tonight, a guy, talk about living in purity. And what does living in purity mean? It means living a lifestyle that looks just like Jesus with other people. That means in relationships, creating boundaries, right, and healthy ideas about sexuality, about different things, holding hands, kissing, all the way up until the works, right, to create boundaries in those areas so that we live a life, we live a life that's not just about talk, right, but we live a life that is visible, right, we walk in a love that's visible, entire spectrum, so I'm going to try and speak to everybody, I'm going to try and give it advice for the future, for those of you who have, who have just now maybe heard the birds and the bees talk, or maybe don't know anything at all, and I'm going to try and give, give uh, solutions and actually freedom to those who maybe have been introduced to stuff like pornography, who have been brought into unhealthy relationships, have engaged maybe in sexual activity, because we, I know that in this room tonight, there's probably that broad spectrum of people who don't even think about it, couldn't care less. On the other side, those people who have already been significantly hurt by another person in a relationship because it fell apart. Right? And so I want to speak to some ways that, that we can seek both advice and counsel from the Lord as well as freedom and healing in your heart healing in your heart. I believe tonight's going to be a night of healing for some of you to step out of brokenness in relationships, to step out of sexual brokenness, and to step into purity that God has always intended for his children to live in. All right? Let's do this tonight. Are we ready? Can we, can we pray together? Let's pray together. Jesus. Jesus, we love you so much. You're so worthy of our praise. We just want to run after you, and we just want to hug you, and we just want to, ah, we want to experience everything that you have for us. Bless us tonight. Bless us tonight, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. The truth is, guys, that sexuality is the most exploited thing on the planet. What does that mean? The ideas that the world might give you of love are the most seen thing everywhere. You don't have to scroll for more than a couple seconds before you see some kind of picture with a guy with a shirt off or a girl with not enough clothes on on Instagram, right? You can go on the internet for less than five minutes and see something that maybe you didn't intend to see. Sexuality is everywhere. It's everywhere you look in our schools. You're hearing it in the music that you listen to, different ideas about sex. And the whole point of these series was to make sure that Jesus, right, that Jesus' word, 
words and, and, and wise before you heard about what it means to be intimate with somebody, what it means to, to engage in sexuality from everybody else, from your friends, right? Before, you, you know, whatever, from movies, from television, from the music you listen to, we wanted to be the first one to step in, hey, Jesus has an idea about what purity looks like. Right? And, and sexuality has been the most exploited thing on the planet. And, and I believe that it is the most, uh, it's been the most twisted thing on the planet. This, this idea that the world provides that, that you need somebody to set intimacy. The world has kind of traded in the idea of intimacy, genuine, holy intimacy for sex. That, that we've traded it in and, and we've created this, this counterfeit culture where we've traded in real connection with another person for a screen. And instead of actually having a deep relationship, which is what we're meant for, which is connection and relationship, is what we were created for with God and with people, we've been, we've been sold this counterfeit. Do you know what a counterfeit is? A counterfeit is something. And, and, and uh, one of my favorite pastors says it like this. He says, you don't counterfeit a $1 bill. You don't counterfeit a $1 bill. No, you would counterfeit you would make a fake $100 bill because a $100 bill has more value. So because sexuality has so much value, that's the reason that time and time again, you are getting and getting fed a fake, uh, a fake reality, a counterfeit sexuality, a counterfeit purity. And I watch that thing on the internet, it doesn't matter, and you're sold this counterfeit thing. The devil wants to take everything that is valuable to God and put it in a different way that looks like the real thing, that looks like love, that relationship looks like love, that screen and that intimacy, it feels like connection, but it's not the real thing. Jesus has something real for you. Jesus has something so incredibly real for you. He doesn't want you to settle for the counterfeit, right? He wants you to dive into a purity that's real, a relationships that are healthy and lasting. Are you with me? Are you with me? And, and this, is, this is near and dear to my heart, guys, because if I'm being completely candid with you, that I, was, I was introduced to the, to, to the world's ideas of sexuality very young. When I was in sixth grade, I, I was introduced by, by an older friend of mine to, to pornography. And, and that led into an addiction that actually, that actually held me captive all the way up until senior year in high school. That, that just that one time where, where someone introduced me to it, what seems like a small thing, what seems like a small thing, well, it's just one video. Well, it's just one time. Well, it's just one time that I slept over at my boyfriend or my girlfriend's house. Or it's just one time that I didn't tell my parents what I, what I was doing or who I was hanging out with. It's just this one time. And that one time led to an addiction for me for seven years. Seven years just seeing something through a screen, a connection. There is freedom because now I am free from it. Right? And that also there's been such a, a, a tremendous amount of healing for me because of the Lord, because of his ideas of purity, right? And everything that I knew about sexuality and sex came from pornography and rap music. Kind of a bad combination, okay? <laughs> kind of a bad combination. Everything I knew about sex, everything I knew about intimacy, everything I knew about relationships with a girl came from pornography and rap music. Wasn't the best combination. I didn't learn it, and, and, then, and then everything else I heard came from friends around me. Let me give you my first piece of advice tonight. Don't learn about sex from friends around you that know nothing about sex. Stop listening to people your age who don't even, aren't even in a relationship to tell you how to do relationships. 
Seek somebody, look for somebody who's older, who's in a relationship, right, who actually has experience, and find that person and say, actually, how do I do this? Because when I was your guys' age, no one told me how to treat girls. No one told me what, what to watch on the internet. No one told me these things. And so I was just trying to figure it out for myself. If you're confused about these things, if you find yourself caught up in pornography or caught up in an unhealthy relationship, look for help. That's my first piece of advice tonight. Just go out and find somebody who's older than you, who has wise counsel. Talk to Heather. Talk to James. Talk to me. Talk to your small group leader. Talk to anybody that, that has that wisdom that you trust to go in and actually get that wise counsel. And I believe of purity. And so Jesus is so serious about this. It matters so much to him. He says this in Matthew 5, 27 and 32. Can we just buckle our seatbelts real quick? Because Jesus is about to lay a bomb on us right now. Is it Matthew 6, 27 through 32, or is it up there? Or Matthew 5, 27 through 32. Awesome. Okay, it says this. You have heard that it was said, this is Jesus talking to the people. He said, you have heard that it is said, you shall not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Jesus starts with the heart. Then he goes, if your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. Pretty hardcore. All right? And then it says in verse 30, and if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than your whole body to go into hell. This is like really hardcore. You know, when, I re you know, when you can first read this verse, it's kind of like, what, Jesus? What are you talking about? Gouge out your eye? What do you mean cut off your hand? And, and I believe that God is speaking so, Jesus is speaking so graphically in this moment because he cares so much for his children. He cares so much for you. Right? That he's saying if there's any sin, anything in the way of creating intimacy between my, me and my children, it has to go. It has to go. It has to be cut off. If your eyes causing you to stumble and move away from the Lord into pornography, into different ideas of sex, he's saying cut it out. Cut, ever, cut out whatever's tempting you, whatever's keeping you from relationship with me. If your hand is cut, causing you to sin, if, if these different things, if, if making those certain decisions is causing you to sin, cut it out of your life. God cares about you. It's only this. It's this small. And when we make it this small, it ends up becoming this big because we never cut it out at the source. We never cut something out of our lives that started that, started that view. It could start, you know, maybe with just someone showing you something or, or an idea that your friend told you or a video that your friend showed you at school or whatever. And it just starts with that one seed. And that seed can be a, become a bigger weed garden than you ever imagined. And so we, Jesus is saying, cut it out. Cut out whatever is making you stumble. Cut out to go. It has to go. And before we even get into the main points that I have tonight, what are those things that you know, uh, well, I, I go home and at night I get kind of, you know, lonely when, I, when I'm all alone and so I go to those videos. Or, or, or what is it like, oh, I get really insecure inside and so I, I go to that person or whatever it might be. Or I think that I need this person to, I need, I need this guy or I need this girl to satisfy me. And, and, and Jesus is saying, I care about you too much to settle for the counterfeit. He's saying, cut that out. It's junk. 
It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. If your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it out. Turn your neighbor and say, cut it out. Cut it out. So I'm going to give you a few things tonight, guys. Let's calm down real quick. I'm going to give you a few things tonight that I believe will help those ideas, those ideas that have been fed to us by the world that are all around us, those, those images that are ingrained in our mind and ingrained in our hearts. I believe that God has given me a couple crucial points to help us cut out some of those things. The first one is this. you got to check your heart. Check your heart. Chiggity, check yourself before you riggity wreck yourself. That's my boy, Ice Cube. Chickity, check yourself before you riggity wreck yourself. Check your heart. Proverbs 4.23 says this. Guard your heart above your life. Guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. You know what your heart is? It's a guide. And whatever you fill your heart with, it ends up leading you into certain things. And if you find yourself in the wrong situation, often it's not because of what somebody else did, even though sometimes it is. It's often not because of what God's done to you, but it's because of your own decisions, what you've been filling your heart with. Actually, your heart has been guiding you into that situation. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course, and you have to guard what's guiding your life. You have to guard the thing that's guiding your life, the thing that's bringing you into certain situations. And so guarding your heart, Right? Checking your heart means asking yourself some questions even now. Asking yourself some questions. How am I doing with this purity thing? How am I, how am I remaining pure before the Lord? What, what's in my mind and what's in my heart that, that might be impure? Everything that you're thinking and that you're feeling anyway. But, but what are those things inside me? You start asking yourself those questions. You check your heart, and you look inside your heart, and you examine your heart, and you're saying, how has the world influenced me? How have I been taught in my life that, that I need to go to this because I'm insecure, or I need to have a relationship, or I need to get married, or I need to sleep around, or I need to watch pornography, or I need to do this? How has my heart been influenced? And you start checking your heart. Listen, guys, why do you need to check your heart? Because a healthy heart equals a healthy relationship relationship and it's the opposite of that too hurt people hurt people if you don't have a healthy heart you can never have a healthy relationship I don't know if you guys have heard this um, this phrase but a lot of people say that love hurts has anyone heard that before like love hurts or love stinks right love hurts but but I don't believe that love hurts I believe that people hurt and they blame it on love People are hurting, and they blame it on love. Love doesn't hurt, right? And so people come into relationships because they haven't been guarding their heart, and they come into relationships broken and weary. They come into relationships with insecurity and with depression and with all this anxiety, and they come into relationships that way. And then we blame it on love as if love is hard and love hurts when really you're just not meant to be in a relationship yet. And really you're just being hurt because you never actually guarded your heart. And you never actually checked your heart to think, am I actually ready to step into a relationship? Am I actually ready to have a girlfriend? And because you never checked in with yourself, you end up stepping into a relationship not knowing what you're doing. And then it's just the breeding ground for hurt. And then we blame it on love and say, well, love's just hard. And, and, people, and we blame it on people. And we say, well, people and, and guys are just this and girls are just crazy. And, guys, and we blame it on that when really it's us just being crazy. And so you have to check your heart and say, am I ready to get into a relationship? 
am I ready to enter into something? I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for that. And then once you make that decision, then you can step into a really, get into a healthy relationship. Because once you have a healthy heart, you can have a healthy relationship. Healthy heart equals a healthy relationship. The second point I have to you tonight for you is this. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. And some of you might be thinking, open my eyes. Well, it sounds like this, this idea of sex is, is all around me. Maybe I should, I should close my eyes. Maybe I should keep away from, from all of this different kind of stuff. I should never go on the Internet again if it's all, you know, feeding into me. It's not running away from sin. It's opening your eyes to the goodness of God. Right? Because when you see Jesus for who he actually is, when you open your eyes to the goodness of God, it actually sets you free from all manners of impurity. It sets you free and allows you to step into calling and purpose because you're actually seeing things for as they really are. God gives you vision. Right? And so my, my second point tonight is open your eyes. Don't run away from these things. You can't help it when you go on the internet. You can definitely get ad blockers and different types of things to keep you away from those things and, and create boundaries for yourself to not look at certain things and all that. But you have to open your eyes to the goodness of God. And when you see the goodness of Jesus, he starts actually transforming your heart to live free from sin. And, and that's the beautiful thing about Christianity, guys is there's a lot of religions that, that say do this and do that and follow all of these rules. And Christianity is not necessarily about that. Christianity is about opening your eyes to Jesus. And when you open your eyes to Jesus, you get filled with his love. And when you get filled with his love, you just actually start living righteously. It's not about following a bunch of rules anymore. It's not about a bunch of do's and don'ts anymore. You're filled with the love of God, so I never want to sleep around. I never want to take the value of a person away from them. I never want to go ahead and hook up with anybody. I never want to go and, and watch something that devalues a person on, on a, a pornographic website. I never want to do that. Why? Jesus' goodness, I start seeing the value in people, and I can't devalue them anymore. Because my heart's been changed. It's been opened up to the goodness of God. So you have to open up your eyes to who Jesus is. Read these stats, guys. It's absolutely insane. The average first exposure to pornography is 11 to 12 years of age. Porn sites had more visits every single month than Porn generates more revenue than the NBA, the MLB, and the NFL combined. It generates more revenue than NBC, ABC, and CBS combined. It affects the brain much like a narcotic and can become highly addictive. It leads to comparison and insecurity about one's body. It ties intimacy only to sexuality, and it ties connection only to pleasure and seeing something you like. Don't tell me that pornography is not an issue. Your guys' age, it comes in 11 to 12 years old is usually the average first exposure to pornographic images. It's like one of the most popular things on the planet. I read a, a statistic the other day. It literally said 30% of the internet is porn. 30% of the entire internet is porn. So you guys, are in, you guys are in an age where it's all around you with ideas about sex are all around you. So you can't, you, your sights on Jesus, your whole body will be filled with light. This is what it says in Matthew 
Chapter 6, it says the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. Another word for healthy is single, meaning that if you keep your eyes on Jesus, though everything around you is saying do this and do that, and you have to watch this and watch this, if you keep your eyes on Jesus, then all of your relationships will be healthy. Your dating relationships, your relationship with your family, because your entire body will be filled with you keep your eyes and open them to Jesus. Are you still with me? Open up your eyes to the love of God, to the love of Jesus. My third point for you guys tonight is this. You got to clear your mind. <laughs> you got to clear your mind. See, see, the eyes are the gateway, right? The eyes are the gateway for all impurity to enter in. They're the gateway, and then the mind is where everything brews, right? And once you let stuff into your eyes, you end up start thinking about it. You start thinking about it more and more. And I talked about it last week that, about God's thoughts towards us, about God's thoughts of, of value and that he's always thinking about us and that his, his thoughts for us are more than the grains of sand in the sea and that he's always thinking about us. And so we have to clear our minds of all of the garbage that is constantly being poured into us and think those God thoughts that he's pouring into us. We have to think those God, we have to, we have to clear our minds. If we're going to cut it out, if we're going to cut out some of those things that are causing us to stumble or causing us to walk into blatant sin, we have to open up our eyes to see the goodness of God and allow him to clear our minds. It says this in Philippians 4.8, it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, Whatever is noble, whatever is admirable, if there's anything excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Let me read that one more time. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. See, see the, the world, the, the, the internet is often going to give you the complete opposite of these things. Right? But the, our relationship, dating relationship, to see the good in another person, to see whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure. What does that mean for you guys? That means you see all of the good things in every girl around you. That means you don't see them as an object. That means you don't see them through the lens of pornography. That means you see every girl, every lady as a daughter of God worthy of value. And no one told me that. When I was in junior high, so what did I end up doing? I ended up treating girls like trash. My view of what girls were was through pornography and rap music, like I said. No, because everything has to be through the lens of God's eyes and God's thoughts towards everybody. So what does that mean, God? It means you respect women. It means you value women. It means you see them as daughters of God. It means you don't do anything to hurt them. You think of them before yourself. It means that even watching pornography is devaluing a person because they have no choice in the matter of what you're looking at. It's serious. This isn't just some, some flippant thing. This is serious. Guys, look at those women and see value in them. And same thing with girls. Encourage those guys around you, even if they're crazy and weird and all going through puberty and stuff <laughs> love on them because whatever is noble paul says whatever is valuable whatever is right whatever is true it says meditate on those things and the world wants you to think everything else 
right? It wants you to think all the negative things about people. It wants you to define people by what they did yesterday. It wants you to define people by what they did wrong or how they hurt you. But instead, we need to see them through the lens of God's thoughts. We need to clear our mind of all the junk so that we can see and love people right. So that we can see and love people right. And my last thought is this, guys. As I call the worship band back up, my last thought for you guys tonight is this. You need to honor your body. You need to honor your body. It says this in 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20. Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body. But whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? You were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. This has to do with identity. Here's a little nugget, a piece of advice. Know who you are first before you get into any relationship. Know who you are first before you get into any relationships. I've seen a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of relationships, and maybe you guys have seen some too, where the person becomes just like the other person because they don't know who they are. So they get in a relationship with somebody else, and then they just start doing everything that the other. They start doing the same things. They start partying the same way. They start looking at the same things because they don't actually have a solid form of identity. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit. And guess what? A house of God doesn't just let any peasant in. If you're a house fit for a king, that means you don't let anybody just in. If you're a house, I'm going to say it again. If you're a house made by God, a temple of the Holy Spirit, then you need to be really choosy with who you allow into your life, who you allow to have relationship with, who you allow to yourself to be intimate and offer up those different parts. You need to be really sure about that because you are a temple of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost lives within you and you are of great value. You know what was in the temple? Valuable treasure, gold and silver of every kind. The presence of the Holy Spirit was in the temple. And also sacrifice to the Lord. All of those things were in the temple. And guess what? When you allow someone into your life, when you allow someone into your life who's unhealthy, guess what? You end up sacrificing and having stolen from you. Everything that is value. Everything that is of value. And sometimes we give up our value just to have a relationship with somebody. And then they come in and they, and they steal our value. And, and then the Holy Spirit, they, you end up getting into a relationship where, where they steal away the Holy Spirit from you. Where they take you away from the presence that are found in the, holy, in the holy temple. They end up coming in and stealing the gifts and the calling that God has before you. But you're a temple of the Holy Ghost. And if you're supposed to check your heart and guard your heart and guard that temple, your, guard your body, you can't just let any peasant in to steal those things from you. You can't just let any guy into your life and end up devaluing you, taking away your, your desire and passion from God, and then, you know, not allowing you to release into your gifts and callings that God's given you. You can't allow any girl to just, guys, to come into your life and just devalue and tell you you're not enough or steal away those gifts from you. You can't allow that. Why? Because you're a temple of the Holy Ghost. Do you not know who you are? Don't settle for the counterfeit. 
Don't settle for the counterfeit. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. God has something so much more for you. When we open our eyes to Jesus, we're, we realize that he's the only intimacy we've ever needed. I don't need a, a girlfriend, and it, it's nice. I have one, and she's amazing. But I don't date her because I need her. I date her because I love her. <laughs> I know. Right? Like, I, I don't date my girlfriend, Kenna, because I want to get something out of her, in her. I see gifts in her. I see beauty in her. That's why I date my girlfriend. Right? I, I date her because I can see potential in her. I see God activating her in different ways. And guess what? A beautiful heart goes way further than a beautiful face. And let me tell you, my girlfriend's hot. But <laughs> she's hot, but I care way more about what God is inspiring in her, about the health of her heart. I care way more about that. I'm not dating any of the, I'm not dating her for any of those reasons. I'm dating her because I know God's got a gifting on her and I just want to be a part of it. She's probably crying on live stream. listen guys you don't have to have relationships and even if you're not in one just take this advice I, I had no idea how to step into those things it's all about love anyway no matter who you talk to no matter if you get in a relationship at junior high or high school or whatever just make sure you're loving that person make sure you're creating boundaries for yourself and you're not stepping over things that you know are going to harm you and harm that person make sure that you're you're guarding your heart you're checking in with your heart that you're opening your eyes to God's goodness and make sure that you're running after God as hard as you can and if that person's holding you back cut it off cut it off if it ain't, if she ain't pushing you into the to pray and to follow Jesus and to run after God it isn't worth it it isn't worth it you're sacrificing your calling and your gifting for a person? You weren't meant for that. Listen, let's pray together tonight. Jesus. Jesus. I want to provide the opportunity tonight for a declaration. For a declaration to say, Jesus, I want to live in purity. <laughs> that, that Jesus, I, I've checked my heart and I've realized that, that there's some things that I want to change, that, that I want to open up my eyes to your goodness, Jesus, that I want to clear my mind of all the impurity, God, that I want to run after you. And I want to provide the opportunity for some of you tonight in a relationship, even if you've never watched a video online, I want to provide the opportunity for you to say tonight, I'm making a declaration and a promise to you, God, that I want to step and live in a life of purity, that I don't want to follow the ways of the world, but I want to live purely. If that's you tonight and you want to step into, into purity and living free from sexual immorality, will you just raise your hand? Tonight you're making a declaration. It, it's way more important than you might think because it's of such great value. 
Your purity is of such great value, and it's not worth it to just give it to anybody, to give your body to anybody, to give your intimacy to anybody. You are a temple of the Holy Ghost. You are a temple of Jesus. He lives inside of you. He loves you so much, and he doesn't want his kids just running around giving themselves to anybody. And I also want to give the opportunity for, for anybody who, who feels like they've never stepped into a relationship with Jesus, that they've never actually experienced the cleansing of their heart, the purity that's brought by the love of Jesus, and want to step into a relationship with Jesus. I want to provide you that opportunity to say, Jesus, I want to make you my number one. I want to make you my number one relationship. I want to follow you. I want to love you. I want you to be my husband. I want you to provide that intimacy for you. If you've never stepped into a relationship with God, can you go ahead and raise your hand right now? Amen. Amen. And then go ahead and say something like this to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I've realized I need you. Thank you for loving me. Help me to walk in purity. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Forgive me of my sin. And all God's children said, amen, 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 amen. We're going to enter into this next, this next song, guys, this next time. And I want you to continue to think about these things in this next song into your small groups. I want you to think about these things as, as we head into this next time, saying, Jesus, I want to step into this purity. And just talk to God, even during worship. Talk to your small group leader. If you need help with some of these things, if you're finding yourself in an addiction, if you're finding yourself just feeling like you need to be in a relationship or anything like that, talk to somebody. That's not healthy. Seek help. We want you to be healed tonight. Jesus, do it. We love you. We worship you. We honor you.